The Bulletin. Time to welcome in a fine member of the New Zealand Sporting Media to talk out some quick fire topics. It is Mr. Nigel Yolden. Yolden, how are you doing? Very well. I find it interesting whenever they put the photo of you up on, on Twitter promoting the spot, how it's... It, it, it's it, I could swear I'm looking at Matt Rule, the former coach of the uh, Carolina Panthers. Have you two ever been seen together in a room? Are you secretly an NFL well, mate, coach? Mate, you used to tell me I looked like Jose. Like, what is it, mate? Well, that, Which one? Well, there was, a fo- there was a photo that they used to have on the Radio Sport website where you looked extraordinary like the chosen one. And the fact that you did actually used to refer to yourself as that as well probably is the other reason why <laughs> it used to get that particular moniker. <laughs> anyway, enough of that sort of stuff. Let's, 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 talk, some, let's talk some sport, your unit. No one likes correctors. I love them. The special one, mate. It's the special one. Oh, Come sorry. On. Excuse me. <laughs> the, spe- the special sorry. one. Hey, we're sorry, be- Speaking of it. special talents, he's a special talent, special cricketer. He's special at getting under people's skin. Mr. David Warner has inspired us after his, you know, you know somewhat expected, isn't it, Nigel? Uh, in the face of all the critics, um, the storm, he's come out and smashed Pakistan to all parts. I've just drafted him number one in the athletes most likely to trigger New Zealand sporting fans draft. That's a pretty solid choice, isn't it? I think it is very solid as well. I mean, it's it's fascinating. I mean, if if you can differentiate between the cricketer and the person, I mean, uh, the cricket the cricketer is world class, and his, his record proves that. I think he's up to what fifth all time now in terms of leading run scorers in test match cricket for Australia um, and that's some rarefied air um, and you've probably yeah. got the names in front but off the top of my head I'm thinking it's Ponting, Border, War as in probably Steve Steve Smith probably in that sort of mix am I in the ballpark with those sort oh, of you've names? you've nailed it um, that, you've, you've, that's, got, that's you've got them in company. order brilliant stuff oh, oh, awesome oh, okay well um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that one that's good yeah I mean that's that, that's impressive. That, that's an impressive group. Okay, so for a guy who came in and they were thinking, look, this guy's only a, a, he's going to be a T20. What are they bringing him into the test matches? Look, his, he has crafted a career which is very impressive across all three forms. So when you look at the cricketer and what he's delivered and what he's been able to do for Australia, absolutely outstanding. Then you throw in the human being and you throw the incidents, um, uh, in particular, of course, the sandpaper, uh, debacle, which you know looks pretty clear as though he was one of the driving forces, even though he sort of cried literally innocence on the back end of it, and, and that's the reason why people don't like the the Test match century t- or the century celebration where he runs and leaps and punches it in the air, um, and so, and that's the reason why. And and I think that the reason why he triggers New Zealanders so much is because we have got in our premier batsman someone who is so humble so unassuming, he scores 100 and it's just a gentle raise of the bat towards his teammates in the pavilion and I think that's one of the other things but he, he does trigger, he, he does go out of the way but I mean the, the cricketer, you know, he's he is absolutely outstanding but you know, it's, it's like Owen Farrell um, for me Daniel, you know, there was a lot of talk with Owen Farrell sort of stepping away and people started talking about it. Look, you, you can only sort of go on what you see on the field. People don't get to see a lot of them behind the scenes. We always say, oh, he's, he's great with this, he's great with that. When we see a guy like Owen Farrell on the field, he's constantly at the referee. He can be quite irritating. And unfortunately, 
that's the persona which you are perceived to have. Now, it could be completely different, but I think David Warner could be one of the nicest human beings on the face of the earth. But unfortunately, it's the, the on-field persona and the, on, and the on-field incidents in particular around what happened with South Africa and uh, the, the hallway and yeah, um, Quinn Cock and all that sort of stuff. I think that, that's the reason why. Yeah. And a lot of that stuff's indefensible. I'm not going to. We, we need to have a, yeah, we need to have a national precisely. conversation, though, about the celebration police. Louis Herman, what? We need to have a... Why can't people celebrate without being criticised? Nigel? Well, again, but it comes down to the, it comes down to the people. It come, and it comes down... Look, I'll guarantee you, if David Warner was a Kiwi and he was scoring all these runs, we wouldn't mind him jumping up in the air and, and punching it. There'd be a few people who go, oh, yeah, it's not very Kiwi. But ultimately, I think people might accept it. It's the, Ameri- it's the Americanization of sport. And, look, you know I love my NFL, and I'll be sitting down probably watching two terrible teams play NFL this afternoon. But you notice that... Yeah, but you, but you, <laughs> I love Hingle McCringleberry. <laughs> Capiton uh, Duke Marriott as well. He's a great player too. But in terms of, you know, you see it on every single play. A defensive back will make a play. He will run out into the open so everybody can see him because he knows he's going to be on camera. Um, whereas you see other players, you know, I look at a guy like a, a Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey will bust out a 75-yard run. He gets up and he gets back into formation because he wants to go again. So it does come down to... There's a bit of an America, uh, Americanization. Look at me, look at me with some of these celebrations. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things that us older New Zealanders, Daniel, are going to have to get used to because this is the generation coming through and they want to do that. But I just think that comes down again then to people just saying, okay, pump the brakes, maybe you're going a bit OTT here. But I, I think we're going to have to get used to it as an older generation. I just find it funny, though, when people criticise after a front row gets up after winning a, a penalty at the scrum. Like, that's their main job. Like, seriously, yeah. that's what, you know, people oh. get angry about it. I'm like, it, like, let's just try and have a bit more. Maybe, maybe that's my sporting New Year's resolution. Let's try and have a bit more fun in 2024. Yeah. Let's try and actually have some like, fun with sport. Yeah, I, I understand what you mean, Daniel. It is frustrating, like, you know, when... Someone drops a ball and someone comes running in and they're cheering in their face and patting on the head. I'm sorry, that, that sort of stuff, that's not celebrating. That's, that's actually just, um, I just find that mean and disrespectful to the person and to the game. Uh, but, you know, certain things, you know, if you, if you earn a penalty or a scrum or that sort of a thing, um, yeah, I, I guess so. As I say, I, I think it's something that we're just going to have to accept is going to be part of the game. Yeah. Hey, other topics before I let you go, Nigel? Uh, rugby Awards last night. What was the big story as far as you're concerned? Oh, um, I find it interesting how you split Team of the Year and Coach of the Year. It's a little bit like um, Movie of the Year and Best Director at the Oscars. I mean, if you've got the Movie of the Year, guess what? The person that pointed and directed everything probably should get the main gong. Now, this is not a knock on either Taranaki or South Canterbury or Nigel Walsh uh, or my good old mate Neil Barnes. Okay, but I just kind of figure... If, um, if South Canterbury is the team of the year, doesn't that mean Nigel Walsh is coach of the year, given the fact that they didn't lose a thing? Um, you know, that's, that, again, I, I just always think that those two awards seem to me to be inex- just inextricably linked. Uh, if you're yeah, one, you're yeah. the other. That, to me, seemed as though it was like, hey, um, we do want to acknowledge Taranaki. South Canterbury is going to be team of the year. We're going to make Neil Barnes the coach of the year. It just, to me, outside looking in, kind of like it looked, 
a little bit of a bob each way kind of a go there for me. So I'm just, you know, I, I think I, I, there's an argument you could say they were both deserving uh, across both. I think South Canterbury and Taranaki could have actually done co-winners, but I know we don't like doing that in New Zealand, but you tell oh, you what, there's a really good argument to say, there's a really good argument to say both of them. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, Nige, Eddie Jones, did an interview while he was with Australia, but was in contact with a recruitment agency. Right, okay. Um, well, what can you say about the whole saga now that he's actually with Japan? Yeah. I find Eddie to be fascinating because he's one of two things. He's either incredibly truthful and honest or he just talks grade-A utter bollocks. And, you know, he's, he's a great promoter of the game and he, know, he knows that and he admits it and he's always got that mischievous look on his face. And, mate, you and I have sat in press conferences and we've listened to him. And some days he is the most, one of the most insightful rugby minds going around. And other days you're thinking, what are you, are you script writing or something like that for somebody? Are you trying to get a second job in Hollywood or something like that just for some of the stuff that he comes out with? Um, yeah, but the trouble is, is what that happens in a situation like this is you don't know what to think. Now, clearly um, there is, and, and Tom Decent is the um, journalist, and Tom is exactly that. He is a more than decent journalist. He is absolutely one of the best. He's very assured in what he understands that they did have a uh, an interview and he continues to drive that narrative. Flew to Japan to, to make sure he got that question in at the press conference. But it's just one of those things where uh, it, it, it's hard to... Uh, I have a tendency to sort of lean more towards my journalistic brethren because I know of the quality of, of the journalist. Uh, but again, then part of me sitting there going, I actually don't think... I don't believe Eddie is genuinely lying. It's it's really hard. He just he's so good at confusing because of those absolute polar opposites of being so honest and yet so full of it at other times. It's really hard to yeah. engage. It's really hard. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I said right at the beginning when he first denied it. It's like doesn't mean someone else is not speaking on his behalf, right? And that gives yeah. him a way out. Yeah. So who knows? He's all we know. Been a dumpster fire with Australia. He's on to Japan. Good luck, Japan. Louis Herman, watch. I'm on yeah. in, as you will. Oh, Nigel. Hi. Hi, Nigel. So good, so Hi, good to hear you. Oh, so good to hear your voice, mate. Hey, um, look, just one from your fans. We're just wondering, with all the local knowledge you've got, do, do you know who wins the Sky City Hamilton Waikato Cup? Are you Team Aromatic? Are you Team Dionysus? Are you Team Else? Who, who, do, you, who do you like? Look, look uh, if you're going to be a fool if you're going to go against Opie and Tiakau in a race like this. Um, so obviously he, they deserve to be in the mix, and you're right about Dionysus with uh, the Wizard of Oz on board. Let, let's go a little bit outside. Now, as I stand outside at the moment here, a little bit cloudy. There could possibly be a hint of rain. Now, whether that would be enough to change the track condition, Louis, from a good fall, which it currently is, to maybe soften it up, I would doubt it greatly because I know they've done a great job at Tarapa with regards to having that track in great condition for, for racing tomorrow. Uh, Kenny Rock is the one that I would just throw into the mix. Okay, Whoa. racing really, really well. Mm. Drawn inside, always jumps well. That means that they're going to get a good sit. Loves the track, can run the distance. And when you mention Opie and Warren Kennedy, I'll tell you what, in terms of form jockeys around New Zealand, Joe Doyle is absolutely riding the wheels off things. So, look, I think you're right that 
the two and the the two and the four are probably going to be the ones battling it out. But I, I reckon number six, Kenny Rock's going to be in the mix somewhere. Noted. Stumped by Thank you, Nigel. Stumped by Yolden. Yolden, eh? You can't get anything past him. You can't get no. anything past him. Nigel, wonderful to hear your voice, mate. Have a great Christmas to you and your family. Much love, and we'll catch you in the new year, maybe. Yeah, likewise, and to all the listeners of uh, SENZ, um, just have a nice, safe holiday period, and look forward to catching up with you again in 2024. Go well, everyone.